Welcome to the like, Destiny Podcast. What did we talk about last time? We talked about spiritual warfare and like how we looked at like how we see the devil versus God and, and things like that. Um, and so, yeah, I think it'd be good just to talk a bit more about just um, disciplines, how we come across, how we approach disciplines and stuff like that. Oh, it's dangling. <laughs> Sorry to the podcast peeps. <laughs> I'm just hugging Chris. <laughs> Five, four, I just like poked you in the eye with the mic as well. Okay, good. So, uh, welcome back. Where were we? Oh yeah, disciplines. Um, Hugging is a spiritual discipline of mine. It had to become one, at least. Um, it's funny. You know what? I, I, would, I, I reckon I could probably count the amount of times I'd hugged someone on two hands by the age of 23. That's how much I hugged. And I'm a physical touch. I just didn't know it. Um, no wonder I was miserable for 23 years. Um, but <laughs> and they wonder why I had depression. <laughs> um, but that became a, that had to be a spiritual discipline. You know that? Like I had to like I had to throw myself into big time discomfort and choose to be uncomfortable with something that is kingdom and wasn't me. I don't do that. We don't do that. I told. Uh, when I went to Bethel, that's kind of when I started being like, oh, I guess I've just been hugged in the last five minutes more than I've been in my life. And I don't like it. I kind of like it. Don't like it. Am I allowed to like this? I don't know. Mm, uh, uh, ooh, uh. Nah, I grew to love it. Um, and now you don't get to see me without getting a hug. I mean, I'm just like, I'm, I want to hug. Um, that whole time, I, I would Skype my parents. And, uh, and I would tell them every time at the Skype, hey, I love you. Okay, yeah. Glad to hear you're doing well. Bye. I, and I'm sure my parents have told me that they'd love me, but I don't recall a single time they had told me they'd love me in my entire life up until when I went to Bethel. And I Skyped them once a week for probably a year and a half before I heard back, I love you, love you too, or something like that. And it was probably the awkward thing of like, well, you, you too. That was probably the big, like, the big step. And I was like, wow, they said you too. You know, like, and that was a big step for me. Um, and you know what? My parents, like, my dad would, like, blow off work to be at my football games. I mean, like, you know, my mom was there. Like, they, they loved us loads. We do not express it. We do not say anything nice and emotional. We never hug. We just don't do that stuff. Um, and me saying to my parents, I love you for a year and a half every week, got harder and harder and harder. Not easier and easier and easier. Because it's harder when they don't say it back every single time. It hurts a little bit more. And you just have to lean in. You lean into the pain. You lean into um, what you know you need to do. And, uh, you know, sometimes we... Um, we think of Christianity or the Christian way as this cozy, easy, fun thing. But actually, at times, it's really going to hurt. It's really going to be tough. Um, uh, getting to that place 
Um, you know, my parents tell me every time they see me, I love you. Like, often say it long before I say it, you know, and, and they're quick to hug as well-ish. In comparison, they're quick to hug. Um, but it's, it's that progress of you don't get there without going through some pretty rough times. Um, and sometimes you do. Sometimes, oh, wow, why did I never say I love you before? I'll just do that every time. You know, I'm sure that happens. But probably for the most part, it's, it's a hard slog. It's, it's, it's investing. It's choosing to be intentional and choosing not to react to um, suffering, to pain, to any of our messed up issues, fears of rejection, need for acceptance, need for whatever it is. Um, you know, especially if you've got certain types of love languages. Oh, I'm physical touch and words of affirmation. Oh, great. Right? I mean, that's a good combo when the people closest to you don't ever hug you and don't ever tell you I love you. Right. Great. Words of affirmation, physical touch. Thanks, God. Thanks for giving me those gifts and putting me in that family. Great combo. Well done, God. Thought that one through. Um, and yet, you know, well, maybe he did because things are starting to shift. And my sister went to Bethel and she started to experience the same sort of thing and she, she started to do it. And, and actually, our family's just transformed radically, but it wasn't a fun process. And in another sense, it was fun. It was exciting. It was, it was fun to watch them be uncomfortable and, and go, they're going to have to change because I'm not changing. Um, and I think, you know, there's a level of um, intentionality required in the Christian life that oftentimes, because, you know, you know we're the charismatics, you know, we're in a charismatic church, um, you know, we get very happy, clappy, prosperity, gospel, health, wellness, you know, prosperity, all the good stuff. That's what God wants for us. Yes. But God doesn't always just go, there you go. I know you didn't do anything. And, I, and you know what? And I'm the grace preacher. I'm, like, I'm not saying we work for it either. But at times, there's a, a process of, um, of allowing God to work on the people in our lives around us that it's going to cost you something. Because you might have it, but they don't. And you're going to suffer from them lacking. Um, and I think oftentimes we can become... If it's not easy, if, if you know, because his yoke is easy, his burden's light. Well, if it's not easy, then that's obviously not what God's doing right now. It's obviously not God's will. It's obviously not whatever. I'll just go over here where it's nice and easy and comfortable and cozy. And I don't have to worry. I don't have to deal with my fears and my pains and my hurts. Because over here is nice and comfortable. And God wants me to be happy and comfortable. And he doesn't want me, um, you know, being upset or sad. And it's like, no, he doesn't want you to be. But he's very content with you doing that if that's what you need to do. Very content. You know what I mean? That's why he gave us a comforter. You know, God didn't give you a comforter that you would never require. Um, he's very conscious of it. And, and you know, part and parcel, you read through the New Testament, not even the Old Testament, the New Testament again and again and again, God promises through the authors, you will suffer. This is not going to necessarily be fun, happy, clappy the whole time on a... Um, on paper, okay? So in, inwardly, we have this joy that just like, wow. And it gives us this peace that transcends understanding. So regardless of what situation you're in, you're in peace. Regardless of what situation, I have this joy. Um, you know, I grew up in the Brethren Church and, and some, you know, Baptist Church, Brethren Church, like some really kind of um, just very conservative, very, very conservative, very... 
you know, I, I don't know the equivalent in Germany. Um, and so just very, very conservative. Um, and, you know, they would hate anyone being happy um, because it was just a bit too grim. And, you know, and they would be like, well, yes, but joy is an inward thing. And I, I used to hate that because I'm like, no, let's laugh. Let's be happy. Let's share some jokes. Let's, you know, have fun. But the truth is they, they are, they are um, sharing something that on some level is true at times. Sometimes you are not jumping up and down and laughing and grinning from ear to ear. And yet you still have this inward joy that goes, I know that God is bigger than this. He's better. It's whatever. And it hurts. It's tough. It's rough. But I am full of something bigger. I'm full of this joy, this, this thing. And it will ultimately get me through that. I mean, if, if, if this inward joy doesn't affect the external, then we have a problem. And I think that's where I didn't like it in that sort of teaching where I'm like, yeah, you talk about your inward joy, but you've been miserable for 80 years. I feel like at some point your inward joy should have had some impact on your life. You know, at some point, maybe you should have cracked a smile, um, you know, when your kid is born or, you know, when your kids get married or, you know, when you get a pay rise. I don't know. Like some of these things should make you at least smile. Um, but there is something of the Christian life is not always easy. And, and you just are going to have to do things that are not fun. They're not, um, they're not what we maybe even signed up for, right? Because often what do we sign up for? The happy clappy, right? We sign up for heaven. We don't realize that oftentimes you go through a process of hell to get there. God drags you kicking and screaming through some real stuff. You know, I'm sure in the school you've experienced being dragged through kicking and screaming some stuff. And you're like, that was not fun. And now I'm on the other side of it. I'm really glad I dealt with my daddy issues or my betrayal or my rejection or this or that. But you know what? At the time, that was not why I came to school. <laughs> you know? But, you know, we don't um, cease to do that. I don't think we ever cease to go through this refining um, process of going through hell on earth. Of, of, and, you know, I, I just don't use the, the, the word hell as a negative thing. In, in, in my vocabulary, hell is a good redemptive process in which God pours out his fire, the fire that proceeds from the father to burn away the chaff, the wheat, the rubble. And it only brings forth gold, silver, jewels. And, and you know, I just see that as an ongoing process in our lives. And we don't get to escape that. Um, oftentimes we put ourselves in a position where we don't get to escape it. Other times God's going, this is where we're going to work now. This is what we're going to go for. But, you know, as much as I enjoy not going through it, like I'd much rather just the happy, clappy, all the time stuff, it can be happy, clappy in that season, I think, when we're intentional about it as well, when we're intentional of, of facing up to the fact that God is going to be working on stuff in me probably till the day I die. And actually, I don't even know my theology on this, but possibly long after. <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like there's, there's, I got a lot of work, you know. So for, in me, I need some theology that allows me more than 80 years to work on my stuff because I really have a lot of work needed done. Um, but, you know, and, and God can transform in a heartbeat in a second. And he's done that to all of us in different areas, I'm sure. But, um, but he chooses to, to drag some things out and he chooses to work on us in, in other areas for more lengthy periods. And I think he, he likes the process. I think if there's one thing we can say about God. He's not focused on perfection he's he seems to be focused on progress he seems to be fo focused on forward momentum much more than the destination in and of itself um but i think there is this intentionality of, of of accepting that as a part of life of going you know what 
part of my life is I'm going to grow. And I think oftentimes because we focus on the, the, the happy, clappy, everything's supposed to be perfect, when things aren't, we kind of push it down. We hide it. We try and get away from it. We try and change our circumstances to avoid it. Um, and actually what we're doing is we're intentionally going, I'm not going to grow right now. And I think that's the worst thing you can do is choosing not to grow when things get tough by pushing it down and by avoiding it, by going, everything's great. Yeah, yeah, how was your week too? And, like, and to be honest, you, yeah, don't tell every single person in your life that you're absolutely miserable or you know, you're working through this big season or whatever. You know, use wisdom in it, but, but don't hide. Don't, um, don't hide from yourself. Don't hide uh, who you are and, and what you're going through from others, but actually start to embrace as much as you can God. What are you working on in me in this season? What process are you, are you bringing me through? Because actually in doing it, the, the level in which it's painful and it hurts and it's tough diminishes. It, it, suddenly you find, um, you know, what does Chris Valentin say? He says, vision gives pain a purpose. And there's this element of once you have a vision, this painful process that you have to go through to get there, it has a purpose. I actually don't really mind and i'm actually not feeling like i'm suffering and it's hurting and it's awful because actually i go no because this is going to get me here so all of a sudden i'm like god brings up some real issues i've got in my life and you're like oh this is painful it hurts i don't like it i don't like facing up to the fact that i've been a total idiot in this area of my life or that i've been believing this lie and it's really hurting to to acknowledge that um actually to go wait hold on why is god bringing up this stuff how can, I, how can I lend my intentionality to what God's doing? And rather than hiding from it, rather than just sitting there going, oh, I don't know what's happening. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Close our eyes and just hope it kind of passes. You know, face it head on, lean right into it and go, God, what are you doing right now and why? Why are you bringing this up in my life? Why are you bringing it up now? Why didn't you bring it up two years ago? You know, this has been an issue for 10 years, 20 years. Why did you not bring it up for 20 years? Oh, wow, it's really important because that person's in my life and they've been through the same thing. I can talk to them. I can process. I can really work on this stuff. And it might not be fun, but it's going to be less brutal. <laughs> um, and I know this isn't the most fun, cheerful topic to talk about, but you know, we all go through these tough times and I think it's important that we, that we acknowledge it and rather than hide from it, rather than um, vilify it. I think a lot of the times we, we find shame and and, uh, and we maybe even feel guilty or embarrassed about not doing well because we glorify how much God wants us to do well and how much he's you know, made us to be perfect and have this abundant life and all this different stuff. And so at times when we're not going through that, and it, I, it is tough, actually I've had a really tough week because God brought this up and my mind has been all over the place and I can't sleep and everywhere, every time I open the Bible to try and find peace, it seems like he's just jabbing that one point over and over and over again and it's really messing me up. And and. And actually, we start to feel guilty or we start to feel um, embarrassed or shameful about not doing well, when, especially when everyone else at church, and, you know, we've got the most amazing church, we're so open and, and whatever, but you might not end up in that scenario as well. You might end up somewhere else where people are very squeaky clean and how was your week? Oh, my week was incredible. You wouldn't believe the week I've had. It's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And, you, and you're left going, me too, because I don't feel at all comfortable revealing that I'm not squeaky clean and perfect as well. So there's this um, intentionality um, in facing what God's doing in your life, in, 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 in pursuing what is God doing in my life. And, 
and honestly, I don't, I don't look for suffering. I don't look for hurt. I don't look for pain. But I do look for forward momentum. And, and if I'm not seeing forward, and we can grow in the perfect seasons. We do. You know, you can grow when everything's rosy and wonderful and great. You really can. Um, but actually, there's a season of, if, if you look at maybe like how trees work, you know, you look at a tree and when there's fruit growing on that tree, very rarely is its root system deepening and establishing more strong. Um, more strong, awful English, but whatever. Um, it's actually in the season where it's not bearing fruit that actually the roots are starting to develop. And, and, it, and it focuses its effort and all the resources and nutrients it's getting, it's focusing on building a better root system so that the next season it can produce more fruit, bigger fruit, heavier fruit, more juicy fruit. Um, but actually there's a seasonal back and forward, back and forward. It's a, okay, we've just borne fruit. This has been great. But actually in the next season, I'm building more roots. I'm growing as a tree so that next season I grow even bigger fruit. And there's this element of, I want to see growth. I don't mind which it is. I don't mind if this is a season where every day I step outside and people are getting healed and it's wonderful and wonderful and wonderful. And I'm not looking for seasons where it doesn't happen. But what I am doing is going, you know what, God, I'm not feeling that right now. That, that isn't happening. So what is going on? Am I intentionally um, looking for growth? Because if that's not happening, I'll, I'll throw myself out in the street and make it happen. And if that's still not happening, I'm going to go, okay, God, is there something else going on that's actually more of a root issue? that we're working on some root stuff right now and you're wanting to go deeper, you're wanting to establish something deeper so that when I go back out again in a week or two, we're seeing even more fruit and it's better fruit because actually I've established a deeper root system. I'm, I'm more connected. I'm more aware of who I am. I'm more aware of who you are. And so it's actually not a thing of like, let's try and find these like awful seasons. Um, in the same way that I'm not like trying to make healing happen, like I, I'm kind of out of control of both of those things. But I am going, God, are you doing either in my life? And if not, I'm going to start pursuing and going, God, I want you to be pushing me in one area. I want to be growing in one area or not. Because if you're not growing, you're, you're already dead, aren't you? I mean, on one level, it's just there's no um, benefit to stagnation. I was thinking about this the other day with relationships, like be it friendships, partnerships, whatever type of relationship. Whenever a relationship stays the same, it's dead. That's it. You can, you can mark the day a relationship dies when you don't continue to grow. Because it's, it's a relational element. We have, I want to, if I don't know more about you and more about me in my relationship with you from sitting down and having coffee or from having you come around or from going out together and walking in the park, whatever I do, if I've not grown in my relationship with you, that's an extraordinarily bad sign. And we need to deal with some issues, you know, and, and it's the same in life. If I'm not continually growing, there's a major moment where you go, whoa, this is a bad sign, bad, bad sign. And I think often we can. Because we're um, it's, it's fun to grow in the in the fruit season and it's and it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, that's happening. And this is happening. It's a lot harder um, to grow in the root season because it often isn't as uh, fun, you know. Which would you prefer, you know, sitting down and crying for three hours as God goes, you know, you're believing this and this is how it's affected your life. And these are the messed up decisions you've made because of it. And I'd really like you to change your mind or going out to Trafford Center and pulling people out of wheelchairs, which sounds more fun, right? There's no question in my mind, right? Sitting on the floor crying. No, um, I want to pull people out of wheelchairs. That sounds like a fun night, you know? Um, and, and I just, I guess I'm, I'm trying to um, kind of, give you this holistic element of like, are you pursuing 
growth regardless of what it looks like? Or are you hiding at times from growth that is painful because there's um, an element of Christianity only looks like the good stuff, like the signs and the wonders and the, and the, and the I don't know, big fat paychecks and the big house and the whatever it is. Like, this is all the good Christian. This is Christian life. You know, we're all meant to be whatever. And um, when actually God's saying, no, sometimes I'm going to call you to lie on the floor and cry for an hour for a day for a week i don't know um because actually we need to deal with this stuff or we'll never actually be able to do this stuff the way i want to i want to push you so much more than you could do right now um until you deal with some of this stuff and so there's this there's a challenge for me when i see pain at times not to run from it i think um, when I see something that's going to cost me, when I, um, when there's things in my life where actually that looks more life-giving, that looks more fun, that looks more exciting, that looks much more like what I would like, right? Um, but actually, I know this is what God's asked of me. I know this is what God's doing in my life right now. And actually, it doesn't look as fun. It doesn't look as painless um it's actually going to require some substance for me to go through it's very easy to have joy and peace when everything's wonderful and great and fantastic you don't need this big depth of inner joy when you're pulling people out of wheelchairs that'll make you pretty happy in and of itself and so if you're the kind of person that is swayed by your circumstances by all these different things externally you're always going to chase that because this is scary because this plummets me this makes me um, lose my peace. This makes me lose my joy. This makes me lose these um, inner virtues that, that I have, that, that I, I should be uh, leaning on, that I should be developing within me, or, or not developing, but you know what I mean. I should be um, growing in my ability to engage with these things that God's placed in me. And so I guess, I, I guess that's just the challenge that I want to give you. I mean, I don't have this... Uh, amazing profound uh, how-to either like if i'm honest it's not um it's not even something i'm particularly good at if i'm honest i i often chase after the oh this makes me feel much better um but i guess challenge yourself because it's, especially in this season of life you've never got a better season of life to be really working on yourself um, and you're in a school where you are going out in the streets you are doing stuff you are going to be doing outreach and ministry and whatever it is that we do, Canal Street, Loco, whatever label we give, all the different things where we are going to see people getting healed and we're going to get to prophesy over people, we're going to get to go to ministry trips and all that stuff, yes. But actually, you've already experienced some of that stuff as well. And you've also experienced the, the fruit that comes from it and how much it impacts all the other ministry opportunities. You've, you've seen that was worth going through because it's made me a, a, a more holistic, healthy human being it's made me uh walk in more of who god's made me to be you've got tangible fruit from the last couple of months that you can go i know this is worth going through i know it's worth walking through that refining fire because even though it feels brutal i don't get burned only the crap does
you guys understand what I'm saying in this? Like, do you guys feel like you can kind of um, recognize areas in your life where you have kind of gone, oh, actually, I'm not sure I want to go there because that doesn't look fun. You guys, anyone ever do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nicholas perfect over here. <laughs> She's like, another night in feeling miserable. Yes. <laughs> That's also maybe a sign that something's wrong, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> You might be clinically depressed if you're looking forward to just lying on the floor crying. Um, <laughs> it's good to know I'm not just insane on my own, though. Um, <laughs> but recognizing that that is something that we do, we go, oh, I don't want to deal with this right now. And, you know, you're going to deal with it whether you like it or not. Like, that's the thing. God's not going to go, oh, they don't want to deal with that. I guess I'll just do that when they get to heaven. You know what I mean? It's like, he's going to be like, no, you're doing this, whether you like it or not. You can put up a fight for a couple of weeks, but, you know, at some point you're going to deal with this. And you can be massively affected this negatively for weeks, for months, for years. Some stuff I've put off dealing with for years because I'm just like, I don't want to go there. I know that's an issue and I just can't face it. And God's sitting there probably thinking, Phil, this is like two hours we could just sit down, talk this through for two hours. It's going to be horrible. You'll cry, you'll blubber, there'll be snot on the floor. It's going to be gross. But you know what? Grab a box of Kleenex and just power through. And you could have a great life right now. And I'm like, no, no, no. I want to be miserable for two and a half years so that I don't have to deal with this for two and a half hours. You know? um, and, but God's gracious, isn't he? He's like, okay, let's, let's just, we'll, we'll do it your way. Um, and I just wonder sometimes how many times I've gone round and round and round the wilderness for 40 years. You know, this like eight day journey or whatever it is, 11 day journey. And I'm going round and round and round. And God's going, we could take the direct route if you want. <laughs> and so I just, I think there's so much good teaching on, on how it's not God's heart for you to just to, hurt and to suffer and to be um, broken. I mean, he's, he's, he heals the brokenhearted. He mends any, any of our hurts, our pains. He wipes away our tears. I mean, this is God's trajectory, isn't it? But actually to do that, at times we have to go through that stuff. And actually a lot of times there's inward stuff going on that isn't actually, um, we're not engaging with it. We don't feel it. And so actually we are broken. We are hurt. We are suffering. We are sad. And we're actually just burying it down, pushing it down so that we don't feel it. And God's going, actually, we're going to have to feel this to get to the other side. And you're still suffering the consequences whether you feel it or not. Whether you're feeling rejected right now, if you have some real rejection issues, that's going to have some major impact on how you interact with people. You're going to push them away before they reject you. You're going to do whatever it is, you know. And he's like, you know what? It's going to be horrible to acknowledge that. It's going to be tough, but we have to go through this. We have to... Um, walk through that process and you know what sometimes the supernatural stuff there really is you know i've i I can think in my life of things i've not even really been fully engaged with or aware of i've not started that journey of processing through and someone's caught to me and says phil i really think there's something on about this i really feel i'm supposed to pray for you and i'm like okay i don't really know and they pray for you and you're like my gosh it's so true and actually the other side of the prayer i'm like oh and it's not an issue anymore so you know god is amazing at just going let's deal with that but actually sometimes i think there's there's I don't, I, don't, I don't want it to be a, a pride, a self-righteousness, I worked on it thing. 
Um, because it's God doing it. It's God bringing us through it. But actually, sometimes there's something more meaningful about God's bringing us through a process of dealing with it that can bring much more wholeness and healing and well-being um, because it requires us to engage. It requires us to really think and wrestle with these things. Thank you for listening to the Our Destiny podcast. For further information, check out www.idestiny.org. Dot UK.